The Juron Media. The Juron Media. I'm Alex Patak. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out Super. Super. I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond, and joining me as always are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. It's so good to be applying chapstick in the anime room. And Alex Patak. Sometimes you just say serious one. Sometimes there isn't a joke, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and joining us this week from the UFOlogy podcast, it's Sam Rose. Hello. Down with the sickness. Ooh, <laughs> My original plan was to just come out hot with that, but I was like, I don't have the balls to do that. <laughs> so I was just like, all right, I'll be down with the sickness. That was, uh, we have a game at the Hard Times show, maybe you've seen it before, where we do, it's a question about the guy from Disturbed and what his degrees are in. Does he have multiple degrees? He has three degrees. Wow. In like economics, sociology, and, and something else. But the joke is that they we read them as economics <laughs> and sociology. Oh my uh, by god. By the way, Alex isn't here if you haven't figured it out. Yeah, Alex is on tour. Uh I think he's in Montreal right now and and uh we're all we're all sad, I think. Yeah, we missed that little riff riff kitten. He's a riff cannon. Kid, kid Rifkin. <laughs> Cal Rifkin Jr. <laughs> oh ba- backwards ocean ah-ah-ah-graphy. <laughs> If if I if I may be so bold <laughs> to go backwards in the Riff universe. Uh, okay, so Sam, first of all, how yes. are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing very well, thank you so much. How are you guys? I'm feeling okay. I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, I saw the movie. Uh, uh, sorry to bother you. I keep uh. wanting to call it "Thank You for Smoking," and it's not. I keep wanting to call it "Thank You for Calling," Ooh. which is like a weird combination of those two and i did see that uh last night as well did we all go see that movie last night i know so, maybe yeah. it was saturday i don't remember it was this weekend it was this in weekend any event. and uh too long too long <laughs> is that what you guys believe as well that's what katie said yeah too yeah. long i was i think the exact right amount of high mm. to have enjoyed it just cover to cover okay and it only was like in I, retrospect the next day where i was like there was some stuff that could have been cut mm. i am uh, out of weed hey guys it was my birthday last week please mail weed to jeremy's house <laughs> fans of the pod send weed to jeremy's house yeah yeah you little piss pigs <laughs> that's right i know what you're called yeah so this is something that we can, we can jump off from is that our two podcasts have had sort of a a relationship in the past yeah I think it began through Katie's other podcast that she used to have, and it would end with them always saying, book Sam Rose. Yeah. I was also the f- the final guest of that podcast before its uh, untimely demise. It wasn't untimely. <laughs> <laughs> we were just busy. <laughs> Everyone's like, does anyone want to do this anymore? And we're all kind of like, nah. <laughs> I did not want to take that one. <laughs> I definitely, come on. You can't you can't say demise without saying untimely first. Uh, but so at this point, I feel like we like we share a fair amount of, of fans. I know Let's some of the so. Piss Pigs listen to UFO. Do you guys have a name for the... UFOlogy fans? Um, well, I'm 
I think uh, I'd like to just start calling them abductees. Mm. Um, that's the first level on our brand new Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Um, <laughs> I got a cool button. Have you thought about maybe calling your fans unidentified flying piss pigs? No, but I will absolutely bring that up that in the next meeting. Very long. Winded. <laughs> <laughs> we can call them like UFPPs or UFPAs. Sure, yeah. I'm I'm on board. Anything to tap into uh, to to you guys, I, I I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on board. How do we make this thing you've worked so hard on about us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm down for that. With uh, the sickness, I'm well. Look, down with the sickness for that. Everybody knows that I'm down uh, with the sickness. I'm also down with piss pigs, and uh, <laughs> I would love for you guys to come on over and listen to our podcast. Also, the three eleven down that I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something, 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 something down, down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also system of a down. Great, I covered was, our bases. <laughs> yeah, we really did. I was heard the three eleven song is meow meow. Yeah, meow, <laughs> of meow. course. <laughs> Uh, so, Sam, we uh, mm-hmm. usually like to start the podcast off by talking to our guest about Dragon Ball yeah. and anime and right. what your experience is. Have you ever seen Dragon Ball before today? Uh, Dragon Ball, no. Well, okay, I watched... There was a Dragon Ball Z movie. I'm sure there was many of them. Uh-huh. I watched one of those in, I was, I'm thinking, maybe fifth or sixth grade um, on a portable television on a trampoline at my friend's house. <laughs> That's a wildly specific time and place. Yeah, it was a wildly memorable one-time-only sleepover event. (laughs) (laughs) Did something happen? Not really, but we then we watched that, and then we watched it again the next morning, and I was like, why? (laughs) Why are we doing this? This is a a dude who, like, um, his parents had been recently divorced, and they were very wealthy, and uh, they had a huge... Like think like early aughts giant TV uh, yeah, big right. screen yeah. like the deepest thing you've ever seen right uh-huh. <laughs> and then on either side of that were two separate televisions each with their own N sixty four plugged into them so he and his brother each had their own whoa and the uh, height of wealth yes absolutely <laughs> absolutely <Just> disgusting <laughs> yes which is why it became a it was a one time only sleepover event I was like this is not going to happen ever again. You left there just rubbing your head like, I got to rethink global capital. 100%. 100%. Okay, this is, you guys ready to get even more uh, mind blown here? On their birthdays, um, they both received the same amount of presents. So, like, if, if it was my birthday, Jeremy, and we were brothers, our parents would buy you the exact same present that they gave me for my birthday. Like, on your birthday? On my birthday. That's insane. Yeah. What? So it was uh, essentially they they both had two birthdays a year. Okay, so tell me about these kids. Yeah. They sucked. They sucked. Like like what were they like? Like what what is what kind of personality does that make in somebody? So friendly. <laughs> they were incredibly friendly. Uh, the kind of people who like did not cuss, like yeah. who would go out of their way to say H E double hockey sticks, like Whoa. that kind well, of thing. Well, okay, so were they like Christian or something? Because where yeah. I grew up, I knew v people Catholic, that V Catholic, V Catholic, because like on Long Island, like I grew up 
with some very very wealthy people like mm-hmm. my town had like great gatsby took place in part of it oh tight uh so <laughs> like when you get the address to go dude to that's s- sick yeah, when you get the address to go sleepovers depending right. on what side of the road you're like oh shit there's gonna be a pool yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. on the poor side right 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 <laughs> but like those kids were all just like not being raised by their parents there's oh. just like a nanny and like they were swearing that's okay. where you go to drink booze out of people's cabinets for the first time <laughs> sure so like i am not familiar with this no this stereotype this guy uh both of them were just like the hardest core mama's boys i've ever seen in my entire life and that's coming from me (laughs) just crazy sam famously breastfed until he was 18 uh formula baby i'm allergic to (laughs) breast milk (laughs) true vegan (laughs) yeah 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 no animal products including the animal that is my mother gold star vegan vegan. This has been coming up a lot lately, actually, uh, in my life. The like the strange wealth disparities of Long Island. Yeah, people don't know about it. It's fucking wild out there, man. It's, I'm, I'm not even lying. It's literally if depending on what side of this one road you lived on, if right. you were either the richest two percent of the country or you lived in a project. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, Port Washington is particularly crazy it's like that. nuts, dude. But I was uh, recounting just the other night uh, this memory of how when I was a kid, uh, I mean, teenager, when I was a teenager, my wealthier friends would just give me clothes. I remember that! Sure. Like, there would be days where they would just get a bunch of new clothes, and then they would be like, hey, Jeremy, I'm not going to wear these anymore. Do you mm. want them? And I would be like, yes, I would like those. You would show up... Suddenly wearing a very nice shirt after months of like wearing the same black t-shirt. And I'm like, <laughs> the fuck did this polo shirt come from? And you're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Just gave it to me. I'm like, that makes sense. They live on a compound. Thank you for not naming his name. <laughs> there, I'm going to his wedding. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> there was one kid in my middle school who um, would literally just um, hand out money. <laughs> what? Yeah, this kid would just hand out money. Like, it would be lunchtime, and he would be like, do you want $5? And I'd be like, yeah. Was his name Richie Rich? No, I do not remember his name. Did he have a Christmas wish? (laughs) I I do not remember his name. The only thing that I remember about him is that he wore Fox Racing t-shirts every day. So let's let's go back. We're on the trampoline with the portable television. Yeah watching Dragon Ball Z movie. Do you remember what happened in the Dragon Ball Z movie? Okay, so there was like a a, um, a guy with very spiky blonde hair. Okay. And then there was like a, a weird lizard guy who with a big tail, maybe? Possibly like a shorter old man who was yelling stuff. Okay, I'd- Master Roshi. Okay. That's, that is that is what I remember. Okay, I think I've narrowed it down to either the... Is there someone named, the like, Trunk or Tank or something Trunk, like... Trunks, Trunks is a character. Okay, <laughs> who's Trunks? Because I Trunks think it's... Vegeta's son. Okay. is uh, What's his uh, reptilian situation? Well, here's the thing. You like him because when he's a, 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 a scamp, he's a really cool dude. Okay, sick. I do yeah, like that. Really like, California little vibe about he's him. He's like, hang ten, my man. And yes. then he turns into an emotionally unavailable babe that fights <laughs> wars with oh, a Oh, sick. So he's sword. me. <laughs> so he's... Uh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who's the, who's this like weird lizard dude I'm thinking of? I think it's cooler. And uh, piss pigs, you can feel free to write in. Let or, me know. Yeah, hit think. me up on Twitter. Honestly, I'll <laughs> I will I will accept that. Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what I was watching. 
Did you have any other exposure to anime at that age, or was that it? <clears throat> no, because I was very, like, we didn't have cable. I was, like, a PBS kid. So it was, like, I was watching either, like, um, you know, reruns of This Old House or, like, um, yeah. are, you, are you being served? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, like, a lot of Britcoms. Really, really, like, setting me up to be, like, the worst person in the world. <laughs> yeah, because it's not even, like, the more fun Britcoms. Like, you're, you're not watching, like, Ab Fab or something like that. <clears throat> no, no. Black Adder, uh, Faulty Towers. Well, Faulty Towers is great. <laughs> it's just, like, not something, like, a nine-year-old dude in California should be knowing. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Basil Faulty. <laughs> Oh, Manuel. <laughs> I love Manuel because, like, he gets to be, like, a stereotype character. Right. But because he's from Spain, you're it, like, oh, it's he's okay. white. Right. It's, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> Although, apparently, Spanish people weren't super stoked on that portrayal. I'm sure they weren't. <laughs> but I'm sure that, like, Italians aren't super stoked on The Godfather. Yeah. Well, I don't know that many Italians. I, know, I, mean, I was going to say, the you Italians are super stoked you, on The Godfather. I was about to say. You, you two uh, comprise, like, the the only Italian, like, and you're both, like, halvesies. <laughs> so. I, I definitely know some Italians that fucking love The Godfather. I know yeah. both sides. I know ones that are like, we are law-abiding people. <laughs> <laughs> These stereotypes have got this up, and I know people are like, "Hey, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I did my house up, so I look like the Godfather." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got Scarface lawn ornaments. Okay, this this is reminding me so. My hard. lawn gnome's got a gun. <laughs> I painted. Tony Soprano on the side of my garage where I smoke my meats, Gabagool. Okay, I would do that. Tony Soprano is amazing. But, I okay, just a quick digression. I hope this is okay. I was watching Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives yesterday. And uh, Guy Fieri uh, was at a Cuban restaurant, and he would not stop doing his Tony Montana (laughs) (laughs) impression. (laughs) And then... He made the guy who owns the Cuban place also do a Tony Montana impression. And so he's like, I guess say hello to my little friend. And then he smacked a piece of pork. Oh, man. One of my friends from college went to a Metallica concert with Guy Fieri. He said it was the greatest night of his life. What? They're from the same town in like in like uh, wine country in California. Is Guy Fieri our age? No, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Jesus. I just had like a momentary <laughs> panic. <laughs> no, he has like a 14-year-old kid. Wouldn't okay. that be so great? <laughs> no, that would be so bad. That would be so upsetting. Because it's so easy when you're like gaining weight or something like that to just not realize it until like you see a picture of yourself and you're like, oh God, what happened? And and like Guy Fieri, like if I found out that Guy Fieri was my age, mm. I like I think I'd probably just kill myself for sure, for sure. Wow. No, I think my friend was like friends with his kids or something. Okay. I think that's why. Okay. Yeah. They got back. So, they got backstage passes. Do you need to use my inhaler? I'm okay. okay? <laughs> I'm okay. Jeremy, shut the window. What are you doing? <laughs> I can't get the bars off. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about anime. Yes, let's do it. So you didn't watch Dragon Ball Z. You watched the one movie on yeah. the trampoline. Yes, you and then really again the next morning because you were watching PBS. <laughs> right. Yes. What about like later in life? Did you ever go through a phase where you were like, maybe I'll get into it? Um, I tried. I just clicked like a random one on Netflix one time just to see what it was all about. I do not remember what it was. I lasted five minutes and I turned it <laughs> off. 
When was it? Probably two years ago. Because I was like, I, it was my first time like encountering people outside of middle school who were like still into it, you know, like two years ago when I was living here in New York. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably It was probably you guys. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably what it was. I was like, well, like these people are cool. I have a lot in common with them. I might as well try it out. And I was like, no. <laughs> Hard pass. Thank you. Hard pass on this. Also, I just, like, I kind of feel like every time I think about anime, I have a hard time, like, divorcing regular anime from, like, anime that is, like, tentacle dicks and stuff like that. You're just afraid you'll like it, is what you're saying. I mean, probably, It's kind of scary. Like, that's actually a genuine, like, understandable fear, I think, like, to avoid tentacle hentai because Mm -hmm. you're... That's the technical term, by the way, hentai. Right, right. I knew Uh, that. I've always been afraid of, like, encountering, like, a new fetish... And like being into it. Yeah, of course. I'm not scared of that. You're not scared of that? <laughs> I love gear. Nah. I like- when I got really into smoking weed in Portland, I had a little pouch. I had several little grinders. <laughs> I had like three little pipes because I was just mm-hmm. living in the heart of it. Or when I got really into drawing, I had so many supplies. I had nibs of every make. So like a new fetish, I'm like, that's just more stuff for me to collect. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to collect. I don't know if I like to collect fetishes, though. <laughs> No, I'm just saying that, you know, I'm just not scared. I'm not afraid of death, you guys. Mm. <laughs> Anytime you get, a, you get a puzzle piece, you're like, let's do it. Let's, yeah, let's like, put it all together. Fuck it. I Can't just... get any worse than it already is. So I'm just <laughs> like, whatever, man. I truly do not want to know myself that well. So <laughs> like... That's the thing. I feel like I have a good working relationship with myself. I keep him at arm's length. Yes, my current self. <laughs> <laughs> Can you... Can you put the masculinity as a prison jingle right here? Masculinity is a prison. <laughs> uh, okay, Katie, let's get into the episode. Ooh-wah! Howdy, 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 everyone! It's me, Cowboy Katie! I just got back from the rain rustling up my snake! I found a snake in my boat and I had to rustle it! Well, if you'd like to hear more about this story, I'd love to tell you more, but it's behind the paywall! If you want to support artists like me in my podcast career, rustle up yourself some $5 to support artists with... Ah, fuck, this went off the fucking rails! I don't think it's a big deal to just double your pleasure and go behind the paywall for some great GT episodes. Cowboy Katie! The title of this episode is For My Beloved Ones, The Indomitable Great Saiyan Man. We open up and Jocko is shooting at... Gohan and what's her name? Coco? Yeah. Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande. And, uh, <laughs> Why? She's a teen idol. Got it. She's just with, like Ariana with Grande. A Got it. Really great ponytail. Okay. I'm on board. Name a better ponytail. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number one Sea Biscuit. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Secretariat. <laughs> There's a shockwave, and it uh, sends Gohan and, and, and what's-her-face flying onto Jocko's ship where he threatens to shoot them point-blank in the face in cold blood. Yeah, he's so close to them with his gun, and he's so excited to do it that he's like, okay, now time to slowly pull the trigger. Oh, right. This is like, the guy that sounds like SpongeBob? 
Yes. yes. Right. And he's trying to really like ride this one out. He wants to feel every moment of the kill. Yeah, it's the only way he can come. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he pulls off the helmet. He's like, it's go on. And then Jocko just burns the shit out of him. He's like, oh, it's Goku's weak ass, cuck, bitch ass son. <laughs> You did independently call him a cuck in the middle of the episode. 100%. 100% this dude is a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't even have any context, and you picked up on that immediately. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's pretty clear when uh, a huge, muscly dude beats him up and then just, like, stares terrifyingly at his wife that this guy uh, <laughs> may not be, uh, you know, the alpha in this situation. So... Jocko runs it down. He goes, I lost this space parasite. Its name is fucking Watagagaga. Watagash. Watagash. Oh, he's done all sorts of space crimes. And then (laughs) Gohan's like, well, better call my dad. (laughs) And Jocko's like, actually, uh, I really fucked up. Uh, I'm a dirty ass cop, so we gotta keep this between you and me. Yeah, I didn't expect that plot point to make it into another episode. Like, I thought that was just gonna be, like, a fun little throwaway in the last one. Yeah, he's like, I won't tell Videl you're emotionally cheating on her with, uh, Ariana Grande. (laughs) Uh. And Gohan's like, what? I'm not cheating. I don't do that. He's like, yeah, all right. (laughs) Uh, They're like, I know how it works with your kind, Gohan. It's not about the sex you're having. Uh, It's like jazz sex. (laughs) Base of sex. I was trying to make a cuckolding joke, but that's okay. We could go there, too. It's It's not not about the sex you're having. It's the sex you're not. (laughs) It's about not about the sex you're having. It's the sex you're watching. (laughs) Anyway, they fuck off, and uh, they cut to Pop Idol and Gohan are practicing lines from the movies, and there's a flashback in which we find out that this is all part of Barry's sociopathic plan. You see, he was rejected by a woman, so now he's going to ruin Gohan's life by... Forcing, threatening the career of Ariana Grande, making her take on to her apartment and making the paparazzo take photos of them. Is, is that what I'm... Yeah. To oh, so ruin a, his marriage. He's an incel. I would argue he is MGTOW. Oh, explain that. <laughs> uh, MGTOW stands for men going their own way. It is sort of like a, uh, I would call it a sub-genre of the same sort of thing, like the incel, vol cell thing. Right, right. And then MGTOW is its own thing. And they are the guys who are like, well, actually, uh, I'm not trying to fuck to begin with. God. And so for him, because he's Barry Khan. I mean, he can fuck if he wants to. Yeah. He's like a a celebrity, right? It was just because she didn't care. Like, she wasn't impressed. So, yeah, I would say he's a MGTOW. And actually, it kind of like. It reminded me a lot of like the MGTOW politics sort of thing where like this idea of like uh, uh, trying to kill a fly with a tank, you know, (laughs) where like the transgression is she didn't want an autograph and he's like, I will ruin your life. I will burn you. Madam. Anyway. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Back in this anime we have to talk about. Uh, Go on. Being supportive is like, I think it's cool you're going from a pop aisle to a serious comic book 
actress. And because she just turned 30, she's looking out the window and freaking the fuck out. And she's like, my life is meaningless. And she's like, you can't relate to what it's like to be once famous woman and slowly becoming invisible. You've been beam hands and friends with crooked space pigs. I have nothing. This is so insane that this came out before, like in Japan, this came out before Me Too. I know. Because like the shades of Me Too on this whole thing are so insane. So insane. Yeah. yeah. It gets worse. Gohan goes, <laughs> sure does. oh, I can relate to this and then says something completely unrelatable where he's like, I just really want to be a good dad and a uh, husband and, 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 you know, great because I have everything in my life I'm so happy and I'm like how is that supposed to make her feel better (laughs) this is fucking bragging anyway she makes him go on the roof and she kisses him and he flies away because he got a boner meanwhile (laughs) wait is that for real or is that your that's my interpretation okay yeah, I mean, the important thing to remember is that he was wearing the Great Saiyan Man mask when he went into the apartment. Then they have the whole monologue about how w- women in acting, their career is over when they're 30. And then he takes off his mask in order to be more emotionally vulnerable to mm-hmm. her, but also in order to move the plot forward because otherwise this next plot point would not work. Yes, because it turns out Barry is taking pictures in a <laughs> nearby haunt. Uh, and he goes, he can fly. He's the real Saiyan man. I'm going to use this as extra blackmail. And he's like, you can't trick me. I am a People's Choice Award winner. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, okay. Yeah, Sam, you had commented during the episode that uh, the the expository dialogue is just kind of like off the charts off in this. Off the charts. And this is one of those times because Barry just straight up is like, uh, uh, oh, he's the real great Saiyan man. That's more material to blackmail right. him with. Right, right. I actually, like, normally uh, that kind of shit uh, bugs me when I'm watching something, but uh, going totally blind into this, the expository dialogue was quite useful for me. Gohan comes home, and Videl is awake, sitting in a couch, acting like everything's fine. I don't feel triggered. Who's triggered? (laughs) (laughs) They're acting like everything's cool, and then suddenly Barry knocks on the door, and he's like, aha! I have pictures! And uh, Videl's like, I've been gaslit my whole life, so I don't believe these photos at all. So uncomfortable to watch. And what then, a, the, and the then whole Gohan's thing. response is, I will always love your movies, but get out of my house, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, he basically was like, yeah, like we were joking before. He's like, I could separate the man from the art, Barry. Okay? <laughs> I loved you and fucking... Bluey. Yeah, I loved you in Silicon Valley. <laughs> and you guys beat me to it. I was gonna say Manhattan, you. but you know. Yeah. That's that's what it is, right? Because you compared him to Will Arnett. Right. Yeah. And in this case it's like the it's like that interview where everyone is like, so like, what do you guys think about Jeffrey Tambor? And they're all like, He's a great guy. <laughs> yeah. Also, just that guy's general vibe had a very Will Arnett vibe to me. Yeah, if you just imagine... Not even just what he was saying, his vibe. Yeah, if you imagine all his lines as uh, that character from... He played in 30 Rock, the like sociopathic uh-huh. gay executive. I'm just like, yeah, it's uh, that's pretty much... Or really thing. any character he's ever played. Oh my God, <laughs> is he just playing himself? That makes sense. Gotta I be, right? Will. I read Amy's book, mm, frowning, 
That's what it sounds like. I'm tired. Anyway. Uh, you can't see this at home, but Katie is frowning very hard. Mm. Uh, Barry runs out, throws a shit fit, and then that little butt parasite climbs up his b-hole and makes him all buff. And he busts in Gohan's house like the Kool-Aid man and throws him against the wall. And he blacks out. And we wake up and he has taken Pan away. Gohan <laughs> shows up as Saiyan man. Barry glows red, and he go, He gets all big and hairy. Then fisties and punchies. Anyone? Okay. In Anyone? the sky. Okay. Here we go. So, first of all, I love that Barry has transformations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's very cool. Forms. You know, his name is Barry Khan, so we can assume he's Jewish. <laughs> I'm assuming yep. that this gorilla form is his bar mitzvah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he turns into, like, a Super Saiyan 4. Yeah. You know, which we haven't seen in this. I love the Super Saiyan 4. I really appreciate that he looks like one. I don't know what that means. I know you don't. Okay. Uh, You piss pigs and tell me what it's like later. (laughs) (laughs) Hit up Sam on Twitter. Yeah, Sam Corey Rose. We'll plug later. (laughs) Barry, so there's fisties and punches. I don't know. Some shit happens. Then Barry explodes, and then he turns into his third form, which is even a bigger, scarier kind of kaiju-looking monster. Mm. And it's Steven Spielberg's there, and he's like, "We got to start shooting." Film and then his art. And he runs up, and then his back hurts, and <laughs> then they don't explore that any further. It has no relation to anything. And he's like, "Kevin Smith, go forward, film this. We need to end our movie like this." I love the idea that that's how movies are made in this universe. Yeah. Well, well, there's something out there. Let's just do it. I mean, also in this universe, they put out the trailer for the movie before they shot the entire movie. That's great. (laughs) Viral marketing. You got to get it out there. So I don't know if you guys know this, but you know the uh, Dana Carvey movie, Master of Disguise? Uh I'm familiar, yes. Yeah, of course. Uh, You know the the famous turtle scene? Yes. uh, Was filmed on the actual 9-11. Whoa. Really? Yeah. So they like had a moment of silence and they like powered through it for for Dana Carvey to go like turtle turtle, you know, like and, and true art. True. I'm really glad they got through that to make that <laughs> wonderful piece of cinema. No SNL that week, but for sure we gotta film this turtle scene. And so what I wonder is in this universe if uh, Master of Disguise would have just ended with nine eleven, <laughs> they just would have found a way to like loop the plot around so it like begins as Dana Carvey just like I'm really good at doing disguises and in the end it's like oh my god <laughs> just every you movie you played god too much Carvey <laughs> anyway monster eye beams there's punchies through metal beams punchies eye beams melt steam steel beams 9-11 the- uh, then Jacko shows up in the spaceship he's like I'm gonna blow him up and say, Gohan's like, I got Batman rules. We can't kill the host. We gotta keep Barry alive for some reason. I'm like, yeah. he's a rapist, clearly. You can kill mm. him. It's fine. There's this whole weird scene there where, like, suddenly there's this rule, but then also that, like... Well, it opens up the dialogue for masculine values <laughs> in which he's like... There's a little girl watching, and it's Pan. I'm like, we all know what an asshole Pan grows up to be. It's fine. <laughs> what I was going to say is that uh, um, that there's the Videl is talking 
to the camera about how she needs to say strong for Pan. Mm. She's a mother and she can't see that, you know, I'm afraid. But then also she's like, Gohan's a good dad. You know, he's out there. He's not going to kill. He's not going to disappear. He's not going to go to space to train. (laughs) He's not going to die and train on a planet for 10 years. It feels like half of this episode was just... Roasting Goku. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a passive roast of Goku. Mm-hmm. Tune into Comedy Central for the roast of Goku. Yeah. Starring <laughs> Lisa Lampanelli. Lisa Lampanelli. <laughs> it was also interesting because I'm just cutting this joke off. No. <laughs> right. It was going to get to Jeff Ross at the end. No one wants to do their Lisa Lampanelli imp- <laughs> impression. It was going to be Lisa Lampanelli, Mike Tyson, and Jeff Ross. Perfect. <laughs> Good lineup. I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> that speech about motherhood happens while uh, Ariana Grande's crying because she thinks Goku's dead. So I also like the subtext that Videl's like, yeah, you cry, bitch, because you're not ready for this life. <laughs> you can't handle this life. When you're married to a Saiyan, dads just fly off and die, and they come back. Uh, anyway, so after that long speech, Videl and Pan shriek yes. Gohan's name shrilly, and then he's like, I must go on. <laughs> is that Pan and Videl? <laughs> that was so weird. I got to be honest with you guys. I'm I'm a 30 year old man, and uh, I'm I'm getting married soon. The, I'm gonna get killed for this, but I did feel a little bit of emotion around mm. Gohan powering through for oh his my kid. God. You're gonna sure. suck so much, Jeremy. Uh, oh, are you kidding me? I walked out of the theater. I walked out of the theater for blockers, and I was like, "Should I have a fucking kid?" <laughs> so, like, I get it. <laughs> I'm weirdly attracted to pregnant people now. <laughs> it's okay. You're you're actually going to be an amazing dad. I, on the other hand, is going to be an amazing drunk. <laughs> you're going to be a great wine aunt. I'm going to be everyone's wine aunt. Ugh. <laughs> Keep it in the house. They can't know. <laughs> I don't know. Put a Band-Aid on it. <laughs> what the fuck do you kids eat? Animal crackers? Aunt Katie... My girlfriend wants me to eat ass. You're like, as long as you do it in the house. Yeah, you should eat ass. <laughs> Why, you fucking queer? <laughs> Dropping in, masculinity is a prison. <laughs> At least it's a human ass. Everyone's banging robots these days. Oh, I can vote. <laughs> anyway, we gotta finish this fucking episode. Uh, he finds the power through love of family. Jeremy cries a tear for his future children. He kill. He beams. There's a big beam. Finally, we've been waiting. He beams a big, beautiful boy beam. Beam, beam, beam. And uh, we don't really see what happens, uh, but it's over. And he does a bad pose. And he goes, he's only stunned. Yeah, uh, which and, is not true. And Jocko caresses Barry's naked body. Yes, he is holding naked Barry. That is, you know, going back to the beginning of the episode, uh, talking about blackmail, that is very valuable property in this world. All cops are bastards. (laughs) Oh, he's a cop? Yeah, he's a space cop. Got it. That's why he That's why you didn't like him. Yeah. No, that makes that last scene even more problematic. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, there's a press conference, 
And then they go see the movie, and then the whole family's walking out, and Chi-Chi's gushing about how proud she is of her son, and Goku's like, that was boring! I uh, I didn't like it! I was asleep! The end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's rate the episode, do some emails, and get out of here. Katie, oh. out of seven Dragon Balls. That was, that was fun. But uh, this is where we will be divided. I did not like the paternal overtones. I don't <laughs> like women being trapped in maternal roles, okay? Especially Fidel. She used to be a fierce fighter. And the show has, like, Alzheimer's and totally forgets, like, who she used to be. Now she's just like, I'm a mom and I wear sensible J. Crew sweaters. And that's all I need. No career aspirations. I don't need to fight anymore. <laughs> I don't need to be spunky. You thought I was a riot girl, but it turns out I was Gwen Stefani secretly <laughs> just wanting to be a mom the whole time. That simple kind of life. So, But it was still pretty fun. I don't know. Five out of seven Dragon Balls. <laughs> <laughs> still pretty good. Sam, out of seven Dragon Balls. Boy, I'm going to go ahead and say like six just for like the insanity factor. Yeah, I don't know. This is the, my first time watching something all the way through since I was like seven, probably. No, eight. I don't know. Six pretty out of seven. Rating. I loved this episode. Okay. I had a lot of fun. It I was think fun. this was a good filler episode. It fulfilled our need for beams it had three beams i guess that's true fun uh you know uh socio-political uh uh plot Mm -hmm. to it i'm going to give it seven out of seven dragon balls oh no wow (laughs) oh no (laughs) well you know this is the time where we summon Shenron, and I definitely know how he's going to sound or say. Okay. <laughs> I collected all the Dragon Balls. Rise, Shenron! <laughs> oh, howdy, Shenron. You sound a little different today. Oh, that's just because I'm Hollywood Shenron. What's up, Hollywood? Uh, I'm going to call you Hollywood because I'm looking at nothing but squares. Oh, that's a good joke, Katie. So, Sam, since Jeremy decided to collect all the Dragon Balls, we get yeah. a wish. But um, Jeremy seems to be in the bathroom. So uh, you can ask this eternal dragon for one wish. One wish. One wish. And if it's for me to join... WCW and rebrand myself. I would like that. <laughs> sorry, wow, sorry about that. Cha- I thought you were Hollywood Shenron, not early WWE Shenron, but that's fine. You see, Katie, I'm joining the New World Order. Okay, great. Does that help you any in getting the bit? Oh, yeah, I got it now. (laughs) Thank you. All right, my wish will not be for that, uh, but it will be to live my life as the one and only, the great Stanley Tucci for at least six months. (gasps) That's a good wish. Thank you. That's a really good wish, buddy. It's granted. Oh, man. Oh, this is fantastic. All right, I gotta go see my buddy Sting. Bye. 
Oh, Jeremy, you missed it. Shenron sounded different this time. Oh, I was in the bathroom summoning the dragon. <laughs> All right, let's read an email, huh? It's time for dragon Dragon mail time. We have a couple to get through. They're all very short. Okay, let's go. Okay, number one is from uh, Tom Pandich. Uh, says, yet another win for the piss pigs at the Goku Corral. I am very drunk right now. Okay. Mm. <laughs> End of uh, email? End of email. Nice. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. I really appreciate it, the though. Goku Thanks, Thomas. Corral. Please drunk dial us more often. I think that's cute. <laughs> that could be your bit. <laughs> that's a fun bit. That's a fun bit. Yeah. I want to know more about the Goku Corral, but, you know, we'll save that for later. Is it because it sounds kind of like... Golden okay. Corral? I think golden? that's what it is, yeah. Okay. Wait, uh, okay or Golden? Which one? I'm thinking Golden Corral. Gro- well, he was drunk, so yeah. it's probably Golden Corral. Yeah. <laughs> Unlimited salad, baby. Uh, okay, Danny Dellinger says, I think I listened to the whole run of the podcast in a little over the last week, and I think you gave me shingles. Thanks. Well, uh, fun fact, I never got shingles and I'm vaccinated, so uh, I don't know, go see a doctor, my man. Uh, okay, and this is from Ryan Callahan. This is a two-parter. Okay. Uh, part one, hey, ballers. Just wanted to write in and let Alex know that he is not alone with his whole balls thing. <laughs> Alex, you got sol- you got a lot of solidarity in your 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 ball situation. You got some saggy balls. Yeah, Sam. Are? For your reference, uh, yeah. Alex, when he comes, his balls go inside his body. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to know it either, but David Spector decided to tell me at a party like it was like a fun fact. <laughs> uh, he continues. It happens to me too but only when I'm laying on my back. Hopefully this gets read on the main podcast so all those fucking weebs that aren't patrons don't get what I'm talking about. Anyway, thanks for making a great podcast. Love your number one nut brother. P.S. Balling out of your scrotum super? Maybe a little wordy. Thank you Maybe. for that gross email. Part two comes after we publicly release that episode. He says, well, I guess the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Or the testicle is out of the scrotum in this case. (laughs) Now all those non-Patreon plebs will understand what I was talking about. Way to go, guys. Love your number one nut brother, Ryan Callahan. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for writing in, Ryan. You know, the goal of the show is to make people feel less alone. I just didn't know it was Alex's weird balls, but there we go. Yeah, I did not realize it was going to be so ball-related. You know, I uh, I always say masculinity is a prison, so I'm glad we're all talking about men's health. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so now one last thing, uh, just a housekeeping thing. We got to thank some more patrons Katie, do you want to do the honors? Okay. Get get ready for some Patreon. Joe Atwood, that's a name. Larry A6, that's a username. <laughs> wow, wow. Taylor, no last name. Michael Martinez, nice alliteration in that name. Jordan Hass, whipping ass. Dylan Curtis, that's a guy. Ryan Callahan, the one with the balls. Danny HP, I hope it's for hit points and not Harry Potter. David Gardner, he's the gardener. Richard Fuck. 
I are you a real guy? I see you around on the internet. Richard Fuck, everybody. Richard Fuck, who are you? Richard Fuck. Who the fuck are you? Wait, his name is Dick Fuck? His name is Dick Fuck, and he writes us very funny emails. Yeah, Dude, big fan. Hit, hit us up on my... Maybe. <laughs> uh, Sam Mudge. That sounds like a cool dandy character. Carrie, why? Why you be so awesome? Micah, <laughs> be donating to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Dunn, 21 and having fun. I don't know if that's how old you are, but I say so. Will Hayward, drunk at the Golden Corral, donating to podcasts. (laughs) Dan Chin, Skay Nakamura is a wrestler. And Alex Boag, sorry if I mispronounced your name. Hey, those are the names of the money givers. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for giving money. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking even and feeling fine. <laughs> Going to fancy dinners where Alex makes out with his fiance. All right. Plugs. Real quick. Katie. You can find me on Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Any shows there will be posted. Listen to the podcast that me and Jeremy also do that's about metal that I can never tell t- the, the name of. Pod Minutes to Cast Thank Night. Thank you. There it is. Sam. Uh, all social media platforms. Uh, at Sam Corey Rose. No E in that, Corey. I also have a website now, samcoreyrose.com. Uh, my podcast, UFOlogy. Um, it is at UFOlogy Podcast on all of the social media platforms. Check us out. You'll love it. We've uh, both been on it, right? I haven't been on it. Not yet. Katie has not been on it. I have been on it. Has Alex been on it? To be fair, they yes. tried to book me, but I was uh, busy. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, time. Alex has been on it. Uh, yes. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder and uh, check out Pod Minutes Cast Night. Check out new episodes of Two Minutes of Late Night. They're coming out at some point. And that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super! Super!